0: What is going on, everyone? Welcome to episode 52 of Little Root Lessons. As always, I'm your host, Carter Noble, joined by our fantastic co-host, Carl Wilkin. What's up, dude?
1: Pokemon Day. That's what's up. Uh, this yeah. Is the, the most anticipated day of the year for us uh, at the moment. Uh, so
0: we uh, we normally record on Thursdays, right? Mm-hmm. And you you messaged me last night and it was like, hey, we finally got an announcement of the announcement Can we just delay recording until Friday afterwards? Like, oh, yeah, that's way better than being a week behind (laughs) um, and being, you know, hey, what do y'all think of all this stuff that might be happening? And in reality, everyone already knows about it.
1: Yeah. So So, it's what? It's uh, currently 3.30 in the afternoon on Friday. It's been about six hours since. Yeah, about about six hours. Since the announcement happened.
0: So let's just kind of just jump in here and start talking.
1: Yeah, sure. Um, So first off with the... Did you even get to watch the intro to the announcement? I did. So... That was awesome.
0: This is going to be frowned upon, but I was driving.
1: Oh,
0: God. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, Tiff had a doctor's appointment this morning that we had to go to. And it was out of town, and it just so happens to be that when they made this announcement, it would be when we would be driving. So I'm like, well, obviously I'm watching this. I'm not going to be behind everyone. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I watched it while driving, which is probably really front of mind. and I highly don't recommend. Don't yeah, do that, people. Don't, do that at home. <laughs> don't don't do what I say. Don't do what I do. Do what I say, kind of stuff here. Yeah. Um, but yes, it the intro was awesome. I was telling Tiff, I'm like, there's a bunch of things here that I have no idea what they're talking about. Um, like, they had, um, like, the AR stuff with the 3DS. I'm like, I vaguely kind of maybe remember this, but not um, enough to talk about it.
1: I didn't own a 3DS long enough to actually, like, use the AR stuff. Um, I I had a lot of the older peripherals, like the the Pikachu, I choose you thing.
0: The uh, see, that was that was one we didn't have.
1: Uh, I my, I remember getting that. Um, I remember all the wireless adapters for the Game Boy Advance when those came out. I remember the Pokemon printer for uh, Pokemon Snap and things like that. So,
0: yep, didn't didn't have one. Knew it was a thing, though, because um, I think if I remember correctly, you could like save your pictures to your memory card and take your memory card to like Toys R Us. And they would print it off there or something. If I remember uh, it correctly, was Toys
1: R Us and Blockbuster,
0: man, two companies that literally don't exist anymore.
1: Right. Um, those were the ones, uh, there was a Blockbuster about 30 minutes from my house when I was younger. So it was like, Oh, there was cool. one
0: like three blocks up the road from me. Um, and I, I legitimately didn't know that that was a thing.
1: <laughs> uh, so, yeah, seeing all the old peripherals, all the old stuff was cool. Um, then they got into like the mid 2000s where I kind of just stopped playing the games in general. And like I had no idea what was going on. <laughs> See, there was
0: there was the stuff with like the e-reader with cards and like you oh, know, sitting here great. sitting here on my desk. I have you know, all my old Pokemon cards that I've been going through and there's all these e-reader stuff. I'm just like, you know, I. Obviously, this was a thing, but I didn't have it. So I didn't know what it was. And like, I wasn't really playing the card game at the time. So like, I don't really know anything about it. So that's kind of outside my expertise. And then this, you know, Game Boy Cable. I'm just like, yeah, that's how trading was done back then, you know, yeah. like, and then they bring out like the four way cable. I'm I was have... like,
1: did not have that one. That one. Yeah, I had that one. That one was great. Um. So because you know, they bring out, like, yeah.
0: the wireless adapter trading cable for the, the Game Boy Advance. I'm like, that was a thing? <laughs> yeah, that was a thing as well. Um, yeah, don't remember that one at all. It was
1: after the GameCube had came out, and they were doing connectivity with the GameCube.
0: Because the gotcha. same
1: adapter, they took the same adapter setup that they used for the Game Boy Advance, and then they just made it wireless for Game Boys.
0: Oh, cool. It's and then... Really cool. You know, then we get into, like, the 3DS era, and there's, like, the USB connectivity thing. Mm-hmm. I'm just, like, no idea what that was. Because when Diamond and Pearl came out, the way our internet was set up, I couldn't connect my 3D... Uh, I couldn't connect my DS to the internet, and my dad wouldn't let me interfere with... Like, he wouldn't let me mess with the router to set it up where I could... <laughs> Yeah, like, I'm like, you know, a, what what year did Diamond and Pearl come out 15 years ago? So I was 10. So I understand why you wouldn't <laughs> let a 10, 11 year old mess with the router, because that probably leads to bad things happening.
1: <laughs> probably. Um. So
0: that was that was one I'm just like, yeah, no idea. I never got to do anything online for Diamond and Pearl. So like, yeah, whatever. Same with like X and Y and uh, Black and White. When it came out, never really got to do anything for it. Didn't play Gen 4, didn't play Gen 5, so. See, and like, I I did. I played a lot of those. I have uh, my brother's copy of Platinum around here somewhere. My copies of Black and White are here on the desk with me. Um, You know, like, I've been playing Pokemon. and It's been literally the one franchise I have always played. Basically everything that ever has come out.
1: See, I'm showing Um, my age. I have... I have this guy still, the big fat Game Boy with Pokemon Red in it. That's all I do anymore. Like, I'll sit there if I'm bored and I'll play Pokemon Red for yeah, 30, like tw- 40 you know, minutes.
0: For those who have been following us on YouTube know that I've been playing Stadium 2. So, like, getting back to my roots there, which was a game that I never owned growing up. So, it was something that we... Um, there was a video in Game Store that, you know, let us rent games back then um, that... Had it, and so my brother and I've rented it multiple times so we could play like all the mini games and all that. And that's that's literally the memories of it that I remember.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But like my copy of Stadium One is sitting here on the desk, where, like I have it and everything, and I've played through it a hundred times. So I have your and copy of
1: Snap at the house, yeah, right now. yeah, you
0: literally have my copy of Snap. Um, and so like obviously, I played through it, <laughs> and uh, you know, it's just like, yeah, all this stuff over the last. 25 years it's been awesome there's been a ton of it that i've i've been included in i think the only like game really the only games i haven't played are like the mystery dungeon games which those are
1: I, actually after having never played one and playing the one remake for the switch they're actually enjoyable like i didn't think like, i would enjoy it and they're great
0: i have one of them for the 3ds that i got um, one of the WalMarts that I was at uh, was doing a like real big unload of all their 3DS games, so I got it for like ten bucks or whatever. So I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll pick this up. I'll probably play it, and I I never got too far into it, but far enough that yeah, I enjoyed it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I was telling Tiff that um, she would probably really enjoy that game because she enjoys like those RPG games, but not like turn based stuff like this and.
1: You know, so yeah, it's I it's think, it's, I think more, it's a game
0: she would enjoy.
1: Yeah, it's much more up her alley. My wife would probably enjoy it as well. It's not really a hardcore Pokemon game. It's more of a kind of like a spin-off, which it's it's cool because these games that they announced for the direct for the for the next like year of Pokemon is it all kind of fits into those weird little categories of like, are they mainline games? Are they not mainline games? Like, where do these fit? Um And when we get into those, well, I have a whole list of things to talk about. You have a whole rant prepared. (laughs) It's not a rant. It's more like what what Pokemon's decisions mean and what these means for the new like series moving on and things like that, because you can get a lot out of like from a game design background of, okay, they did this for this reason. They did this because of this and what Mm. these mean for heading on down the line and what to expect for 2022 and so on and so forth.
0: And then um, th- the other one that I've really never got into was um, like Pokin or Pokin. pronounce Is it pronounced Pokin. Oh my okay.
1: goodness, Pokin! Don't well, even get me started that's, on Pokken. That's
0: definitely your wheelhouse. And I know uh, Karibo's really into it on Discord. And I think there's one other person. I know it's really like you and Karibo are the two that are really into it
1: um yeah i am i'm a very big fan of pokken it is it is everything i wanted in a fighter with the characters i actually recognize and like um mm-hmm. whereas like tekken and street fighter i never really got into those because they're strictly arcade games for a while and i never got to go to arcades so i never really got into those franchises but uh was definitely a big smash fan but now that i'm older i can't really play Poken the way everybody else does my hands don't do the the movement for it anymore Mm-hmm. So I can't really. I I, don't, I get to enjoy it by watching it. I don't get to enjoy it by playing it anymore, um, which part of the pokey, uh, the, the Players Cup three is poking this time again this time around. So I'm excited to see that stuff again.
0: See, one that, you know, I was really into as a kid was the the TCG. And like, you know, I, I've talked about going through all my stuff here lately and just just going through the years worth of cards that I have on my desk that I've gone through the last couple days. And you know, the worst part is, is like, this is just like one or two binders that I've gone through. And I know there's uh, my brother and I, we both had these like big two inch binders and they had like, it was like (sighs) Pikachu and Snorlax and like, I think Chansey on the front. I'll I'll have to look it up and I'll I'll send you a link so you can throw it up on screen. But we both had one of them and they were chopped full of just cards. And I know if we had the if I could find it now, that would be, you know, a, a down payment on a house. Like legitimately the the way card prices have gone insane here lately
1: yeah which is weird you think covid would drive card like paper card prices down like it has for other trading card games like magic and Yu-Gi-Oh and other things like that no pokemon's got the opposite problem they can't keep stock yeah it's it's
0: absolutely insane and like there's there's a um real big shortage right now of like trading cards in the the current like current sales and stuff like that. So it's really crazy just how much things have changed over the last, you know, year because it used to be that Pokemon stuff was fairly inexpensive and like magic was a really expensive card game that granted you and I really were really into a year ago. Yeah. And now it's like, man. My old Pokemon cards are worth how much? Like, exactly. they're just going through these binders. It's like, okay, cool. Uh, that's seventy dollars. That's hundred dollars. I'm like, holy cow! There is so much here that I I didn't know about. And it's like, here's this just random first edition Charmander, right? $25. I'm yep. just like, holy cow.
1: Just random stuff like that is expensive. Um, I didn't really get into the TCG too much for Pokemon. Um, I got sent a lot of, I got a lot of secondhand cards. I got sent a lot of stuff. Gotcha. Like I had my, fa- my parents had friends whose kids were into it and then they got out of it. And they, by the time they were getting out of it, it was about my age to be getting into Pokemon. So they'd send me that stuff. Uh. So it was cool just like to have that stuff and collect it. But I actually don't have any of it anymore. I don't know where any of it's at. Um, and then after that, I kind of didn't get back into TCGs until probably magic. And like when I was like 13 or 14. Mm-hmm. So. See, so that means I've been playing Pokemon. Technically, we have been playing Pokemon longer than we were playing magic. But like I always tell like how I've been playing magic for almost half my life I've Been playing magic. I've been playing Pokemon apparently since I was like seven <laughs> which is insane and, you
0: know like that was the two really big things growing up for me was there was a uh, pokemon and there was Oh. was the other one that my brother and i were really into and that's that's a whole nother story for another day of like prices of it now but man some of this old stuff is worth so much that i never would have anticipated growing yeah, up for sure like like here above me I don't know if Carl has it on screen, but I have my uh, base set cards, all the, the starters up there. And when I posted it on Discord, people were like, oh, your charge is only a base set, two. That's so lame. I'm like, do you know how much of a difference that is? <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot. I'm like, I would love to upgrade it, but I'm not going to go drop $300 plus trade this one in towards it. Exactly. Like I'll just hold on to the sentimental value of holding on to this one.
1: Yeah. Uh, so yeah,
0: it's it's just absurd of everything that has culminated to where we are now exactly. And I think that's a perfect kind of segue into what's coming up. you yep. know so um, about last year we got information that they are making a new snap.
1: Uh, it was which, about the time for crown armor armor information, I believe.
0: It was about the those same are time. two very different things. <laughs> we have the Isle of Armor and the Crown Tundra, which no, I, no, I, no,
1: like I, both of them. like when we got information oh, about. Oh, the original,
0: crown. yeah, the original DLC announcement. I think. Yeah, I think also that's when like, we, that's
1: when we got yeah. information on these guys. It was somewhere in there between Isle of Armor and Crown Tundra, Crown and Armor, are somewhere in there.
0: Gotcha. Now I'm following you, and there was a little bit of stuff over the last year, you know, there's, uh, the one thing that like really sticks out to me was there was always this like rainbow outlined Meganium that was in one of the trailers that we never really knew what it was was like, is this shiny? Like what is going on here? And we finally found out today that it's, um, part of the, part of your new tools that you're going to have for, for snap. That uh, Professor Mirror has designed. I, I forget exactly what it's called. I think a Luma Ball or something like that. Lumina
1: Ball or something like that. Uh, mysterious, it's called the Mysterious Illumina ph- Phenomenon. Cool. Uh, something about Pokemon and vegetation seem to glow in the new Pokemon Snap game. You can mimic it with the ball. This is Orb. This like, I'll have a picture. Gotcha. Okay. It's like this weird blue orb with like. Triangles on it and this weird line, and it lights Pokemon up and it lights things up and it makes it look pretty and cool. Uh, and, and it, it changes the, what
0: what they do and like stuff it like Scorbunny's that. Showed
1: Bunny's fire turned blue when you hit with the ball, hit with the Lumina which orb which is
0: really cool. Like it looked really cool. Uh, so we finally got some more information about that, and like obviously we've known it's coming out in April for. A while. A while. Um, I think it was the second trailer they announced that uh, the, the announcement of when it was coming out. So, yeah, I've yeah. had my copy pre-ordered for quite a while now. Can't can't wait to get it and actually play it. I know you've been talking about doing it for uh, doing a Let's Play for YouTube as well.
1: Yeah. For, Super for quite a while. Yeah. Uh, Pokemon Snap is one of my favorite, like, offshoot games from just the Pokemon franchise. I used to speed run the old Pokemon Snap a ton. Like we mentioned earlier, I have your copy at the house right now. I play through it every once in a while. Just um, sit
0: down and casually play through the game again. Yeah. You know, it, it, honestly, the old the old game like it was like five six hours of good good content back in the day, and now it, it's probably less than that if you really want to go through it. Um, I I don't know speed running tech uh, or anything like that for it. Speed run is
1: 30 minutes. Cool. <laughs> to get from the beginning to Mew, it's 30 minutes. Cool. So that um, shows
0: exactly what I know about it.
1: Uh, I believe all uh, completing the Pokedex takes roughly two hours, I think. Yeah, that sounds about right. Like going through so, and getting all the special pictures and whatnot takes a little bit longer than that, so...
0: Something that uh, they showcased that I was really excited about uh, was getting to, like, edit and share photos, which, like, you know, we talked about printing off stuff back in the day. Now it's all on the Switch. Like, now your console has Internet capabilities. You can just upload stuff.
1: Yeah, you get to upload it through your phone to the Internet, and you can print it off there. It's really cool. Um, And I think, like, able to edit. It's great. they, They talked about having it, like having your pictures featured
0: if enough people liked it and stuff. I'm like, dude, that's super cool. Getting to be able to go in and see what people have done in this game. It, it, like, dude, that's something that had you told six year old Carter, this is something <laughs> people can do. It would have blown my mind. Right. You know? Uh, so like, I, I am very excited for this game. It looks absolutely adorable. Uh, there was a there was a scene where uh, the Venusaur is like diving off the rock and landing in the pond or whatever. Mm-hmm. I was like, that is fantastic. That is beautiful. It's like big old frog jumping in the lake.
1: Yep. Uh, looking through how they like do completionist things here uh, back in Pokemon Snap. The first one, uh, you would like try to get special photos, get them to do special poses, things like that. And it looks like there is a four tier system. There's like basic one star, two star, three star, and then like special poses are now four considered a four star photo. Mhm. And they're worth a ton of points, so it's trying to figure out like now you get to play. Now there's like more playthrough all the time because after you get your even if you get your four star the first round, you want to go back and get the one. You want to go back and get the yep. two and do all that stuff. You well, want to be special
0: cool. and complete the the photo decks, as they're calling it, which yeah. I think is awesome. And just man, the art style of this game, I think, is fantastic. I I can't stress that enough. The way they have brought the Pokemon to life and actually make them interact with each other, and just the way it looks and the way it looks like it feels, is fantastic.
1: Yeah, agreed. Uh, super excited to play this when the time comes. It's about about uh, from here, it's about two months. About away. two months. Yep. A little bit less than uh, that, technically, because February's a, a like a weird month. But.
0: And another another one that like really stuck out with me during this was there's they talked about the the Alolan Raichu surfing. I'm like, yeah, that's super cool. Like
1: that's yeah. something. Just little that, things like, like that's cool to notice.
0: Obviously, Raichu can learn Surf, but like actually getting to see it. Do, model, the thing. do the thing <laughs> is so cool. It's so different than anything you see in the main series titles. Yeah. And I, I just, I love it. I think it's absolutely adorable.
1: Um, seeing the graphics and whatnot for this new stat game shows that Pokemon's figured out, hey, this is how we're probably going to do things from now on. And when we get to the rest of these games, you can kind of see it like how that model style sticks around, how that graphic style st- stays around after this game. Um, which, looking at, like, everyone's biggest complaint on Sword and Shield is like, ha ha, can't render tree, ha ha, can't render grass. I'm like, do you know how much, to, like, information is actually in Sword and Shield on that one little, little itty bitty cartridge? Like, or even, like, even if it doesn't look perfect, it still looks fine. Like, it looks good enough for the Switch in handheld mode. Like, yeah. you, you're not gonna, you don't play HD games on a Switch in handheld mode, you just... It's what I think it's native is 720p. Mm-hmm. So the fact that you don't have to have all those detailed graphics means you just get to pay, save that extra space and put a little bit of extra work into other stuff. So which,
0: which, man, the way that Sword and Shield looks compared to Snap is just astronomical worlds of difference.
1: Oh, yeah. It's like light and day. But when you don't have to save a million stats and a million data points Mm -hmm. and things like that, you know, all you got to do is just have models. Yep.
0: That's that's all it's less data.
1: Yep. I'm
0: interested to see if it's going to be the same way that the original was where, you know, obviously it's an on-rail shooter. But I wonder if it's going to be, okay if you do this at this point, this always happens or there's going to be a little bit of randomness to get these better photos every time. Like, Um, is it guaranteed that Venusaur is going to jump in the lake every time or is there just going to be sometimes where he just sits down on top of the rock? Yeah. And so being able to capture that moment makes it worth more and therefore replayable.
1: Exactly. I'm interested in the day night cycle system. I want to see if that applies to this like our IRL time or if it's just like randomness sometimes when like in the game. Like, or oh, if it, it just yeah, happens to be night now.
0: If it's, okay, go through the jungle during day. Okay, now you've unlocked jungle at night. Yeah. You know, and these are two separate courses that you can do whenever you want. Yeah, I'm, I'm really interested in this game, and I cannot cannot wait for it to actually come out.
1: Same. Uh, you ready to move on to the meat and potatoes, though? Because this is the thing people have been like, hinting and asking for for a while now.
0: But uh, but Carl, that was the big news. We have updates for Snap. I don't know what else you were talking about.
1: You mean you you don't know about Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl? Yeah, that's. Oh old wait, news, oh wait. Man. Uh, Ocean Pearl and Sky Diamond, or uh, <laughs> uh, it's it's
0: dazzling Diamond and I I got nothing.
1: I, so I, <laughs> Gen Four remakes got announced with all of this going on. Um. Honestly, Their name choices are kind of iffy, but it, it's a little bizarre. Um, I would have gone
0: probably if like if these are the two, I probably would have gone with Shining Diamond. That feels like it rolls a little better, and actually is a descriptor of the word diamond. But you know, I don't get paid tens of thousands of dollars to make Pokemon
1: games every year. Yeah, you're not the marketing team. Uh, so Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl. Uh, they are. Been defined as faithful remakes of Gen 4. Yep. Uh, they have a very cute, chibi, top-down, overworld style. Very reminiscent of Link's Awakening DX for the Switch.
0: Yeah, um, honestly, that's that's a really good descriptor of this art style. Um, I kind of described it as, like, it's kind of like ORAS, but not really. Like, it takes ORAS to the next level, it feels like. Where it's it's chibi, but this is like extra chibi. Yeah, you this know?
1: is extra cute. Which, which is which is good.
0: honestly, it, I think it's fine. I think this fits for what we're doing here with Diamond and Pearl.
1: Um, and and the battle system—they're like you go back to full size, so you don't stay chibi, cute, adorable, because the camera's zoomed in, so you get to be see the whole character and the whole model and things like that. That being um, said.
0: I would have loved to see Chibi Cynthia and Chibi (laughs) Garchomp in battle. I think that would have been amazing.
1: Um, So these are... I think this... Like you were telling me, this is like one of the first uh, main series games not developed directly by Game Freak. Yeah, Uh, which They had the people that helped develop home take care of the uh, development on this game. Which is
0: really interesting um it's a really weird design choice in my opinion because you know as as we'll talk about here after a while game freak kind of has been doing other things
1: yeah game freak's um, been working on other stuff and with covid and everything staffing is low so my my uh idea here is is most of the game freak staff worked on the other project And what this what we're getting here is essentially just like pull the textures off the original game. Here's all the maps and model files. Make your textures, make your characters. Here's all the Pokemon 3D models we've been working on since Snap, because I'm pretty sure Snap has a bunch of stuff in it. Add it all on there. There you go. Which honestly isn't hard to do. For anybody to, like for anybody to do. It's not any different than you see the people making ROM hacks of Pokemon games and things mm-hmm. like that. So having someone else do the work for them that is already attached to the whole Pokemon like franchise. Since they did help develop home, they also just kind of just tagged along for this. That's fine, I feel like. It's not like they gave it to some random third party to make Oh, games. exactly.
0: Like this is someone who is working with the Pokémon company in their development and knows what they're doing here. So it it's interesting to see them being being thrown into making a game because I think there's a very big difference between making a game and making a storage system. Like granted, I am not a game developer. Take everything I say with a, a you know, a grain of salt. I have literally no idea what it would take to do something like this. But on paper, this seems like a much bigger project than home and understandably. So, you know,
1: yeah, especially it's, it, like, it's kind of walks the fine line, because if we were making a game from scratch, it'd be a lot harder for sure. Oh, you for sure. Design that- your levels, design your areas, things like that, because this is, was already a design game and they wanted to be their words, faithful to Gen 4. They didn't have to do anything. It was literally pull textures, add new textures.
0: And on Diandre. top of that, like it's not like they are taking creative liberties in making this, right? Like Masuda, who was the original game designer or lead uh lead director for uh Diamond and Pearl, is the director for this as well. Like Yeah,
1: it's not like they were doing anything different.
0: Correct. It is a faithful remastering of a classic. Yeah. Um that being said, something, something like I'm, I'm sitting here rewatching this trailer over, over and over as we <laughs> talk about this. Um, so in, oh, I can't remember what the city's called. It's where the second gym is.
1: You're asking the wrong person. Oh, uh,
0: I cannot remember. But there's a statue. Okay, and the way the the game was designed back on the DS. Is depending on which game you played, either Diamond or Pearl, the statue was of whatever legendary it was, right? Mm-hmm. Well, actually, in coding, it's the same statue for both games.
1: Yeah, it's the same. It's the same sprite model. So I do remember that. Yeah,
0: I'm sitting here, and they have a screenshot of the statue, mm-hmm. and honestly, I see what they're going for of like it it kind of just looks like an amalgamation of Dialga and Palkia slammed together <laughs> because like it, when you think about what this game actually is and like thinking as a po- as a member of the Pokemon universe they don't know what Palkia and Dialga look like so this statue looking kind of like an amalgamation makes sense yeah and, like, the fact that they're trying to tie it in to make it look like both of them to, to be faithful to the original is cool. I think that's a really cool idea. Yeah. But overall, I think this is what people want. Kinda.
1: Uh, yeah, it's it's the generation they wanted, not really the art style they were expecting, And I believe later on, when we get into the nitty gritty, it's not going to be the uh, main series game people are looking for. Correct. This is going to be more of a let's go Pikachu and Eevee style of game, where it is here's here's these remakes of a different generation. We're going to still play VGC on Sword and Shield, though. We're not we're not going away from this anytime soon. But here's these supplemental games to keep casual players interested while VGC gets to Continues do all stuff doing still.
0: its thing. Yeah. That being said, um, I do think this is going to be compatible with home. Granted, we have literally no facts behind everything. Like, this yeah. is, based on what we know, this is what I want and what I hope happens, is what I'm, I'm saying here. I'm hoping that this is compatible with home so we can actually integrate and bring these Pokemon over to Sword and Shield. The big ones are like, you know, we talked about last week, like we're missing Gen 2 starters. We're missing Gen 4 starters, which you know, notably um, like Infernape and Empoleon, I think, are really interesting from a competitive standpoint. Having access to Fire uh, Iron Fist for Infernape's hidden ability makes it where you can actually put out a lot of damage, having stuff like Thunder Punch, Fire Punch, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. Mm-hmm. Um And then, like, Empoleon has access to Defiant, which, as we know, intimidates really good in the current format. And I don't think that's going to change anytime soon. So being able to get to a plus one Empoleon, even even if its special attack is higher, like, I think that's still just fine. I think it adds another dynamic that people are going to have to learn how to play around. So I would like to see some type of integration between these two. So you can bring in additional Pokemon as needed. But I think it's interesting to just be able to have it as its own game too. I think if there is no integration, there is nothing related to this. This is going to be enjoyable. Like um, I believe there's an MSRP rating and stuff and like, Information related to this and there was something that said uh, one to four players online so like we know there's going to be some type of online play probably like for sure it's going to have the underground because it's a faithful remastering and that's something growing up I never got to do because I couldn't connect to the internet (laughs) so I'm interested to see what that actually entails if it's actually cool if it's fun but this is not Okay, here's Gen 4. Okay, bring in all the Pokemon post-game, so now you have a national dex. Go play, you know, online laddering. I don't, that's, I, I don't think that's yeah, I don't really I don't matters. think that's what this game's gonna be. The more the more I talk about this and the more I've watched and the more I've read on it.
1: Um Yeah, this uh if there is any home integration, I expect it to be from here to home. And if it goes from home to anything else, it can't come back. I'm expecting Let's Go Pikachu Eevee style of once it's gone, yeah. it's, if it it's goes not, on to something yeah. else, it can't come back. Like, it's not going to come back. Um, so I have never actually played Gen 4, so I have like, I'm excited to play it no matter what happens with it. Uh, but this is definitely not going to be our VGC game anytime soon. Uh, I feel like they put so much work into Sword and Shield, making it to where VGC is such an easy thing to do that going to this and making this the VGC game is just actually just like 10 steps backwards. It makes it so much harder to get in. If if this is a faithful remake, they don't have any of the extra stuff that Sword and Shield gets gives you. And what are you going to do now?
0: I would be interested in seeing how... how strict they are on that... Faithful remastering and seeing if there is stuff post game where it's like, all right, here's your quality of life changes that we've made over the last, you know, fifteen years that this game has been out. And honestly, I'm anticipating quality of life changes as is. Like I'm anticipating them updating your TMs to be multiple uses. Like that was that was something back then that we didn't have.
1: Yeah. I'm
0: expecting your repels to be able to be reapplied. Like, again, something we didn't have. Uh, uh, you're, no you're more ex-
1: infinite weather.
0: <laughs> you're, uh, dude, yeah. Like, that was not that was something we changed in Gen 6, you know? And, like, obviously Gen 5 was a weather wars, but, like, that's something really big back then.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so I definitely think there's going to be um, a lot related to this game, and I'm very, very excited to be able to play through this. But it's not the main series title that people anticipated. And honestly, I'm fine with that. I am I am very excited to jump in and be able to play this because Gen 4 for a very long time was my least favorite uh, generation of Pokemon. It wasn't until I went back and played Platinum that I realized, hey, my criticisms of Diamond and Pearl are accurate. Platinum definitely improves that, but as a whole, the Sinnoh region and what it does for Pokemon is very impactful. There's there's a lot of things that Gen 4 did um, that I think were very good. The big one, obviously, being the physical special split. Like, yeah. back then, like, take something like Kingler. Kingler's the one I always think of when we talk about stuff that benefited the most from physical special split. You literally could not have a physical water type for Kingler to use until yep. Gen 4. So, like, until then, it was just completely unviable to even be considered to play because you couldn't do anything with it. Yeah. So, I'm excited, and I cannot wait to actually get this. It is coming out late 2021, which...
1: Uh, which, for those that have any kind of knowledge of Pokemon, that means November end of november early december
0: it'll be november 2021 right before christmas right before black friday so this will come out and then people will be in the stores and buy it up yep this is holiday season 2021 is what late 2021 means
1: yeah so pre-order 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 pre-order
0: i will be getting my physical copy i talking again talking with Tiff. she's like mean, I just really like having physical copies of stuff. I think it one, it makes it where collecting stuff is way more cool. Like yeah. having having these old cases where you know I have my diamond copy around here. I have my case. I don't have the game anymore, but I have my case for diamond. It's mm-hmm. like that's a cool thing. Like in today's era, where you can just digital download things, those aren't like those aren't things that everyone has.
1: Yeah, uh, I am a big. Uh, Proponent of hard copies of everything. Yep. Like I hate having just digital copies of games, and I I will definitely be getting hard copies of both versions—one for me, one for my wife. We've already decided that I'm the one getting stuck with Diamond, and she's getting Pearl. Uh, we
0: probably also <laughs> will get both, but I'm probably going to play through Pearl because I played through Diamond as a kid. Um, growing growing up. I always had the first one of the of the group. Like whenever you presented, you had, you know, gold and uh, you had gold and silver or you had
1: oh ruby yes, sapphire. I, yeah,
0: I, I guess that's not always true. But like starting from Gen 3 forward, I did because I had I have silver sitting here on my desk. But um, like I had ruby, I had diamond, I had black, I had uh, actually I had. Why? Because I thought Evelto was way cooler than (laughs) Xerneas. 100% fact. Literally the reason I bought Y was, I'm like, yeah, Evelto looks cooler. Yeah. Edgy teenager Carter was accurate.
1: (laughs) Yeah, 100%. Um, Yeah, I've always had the second one. I had Sapphire. Uh, I didn't play Diamond of Roll, but I ended up with Y, and then when I got when I met my wife and everything, we started playing Pokemon together. She'd always want the first one. She got sun. Well, that means I got moon. Then ultra sun and ultra moon came out. Well, she got ultra sun and I got ultra moon and let's go Pikachu and Eevee. Um, we, that's where we swapped because my wife loves Eevee. Like there was no way to get around that. Um, That's,
0: that's why we have Eevee because Tiff wanted Eevee.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And then sword and shield went back the other way. She has sword. I have shield. So, getting 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 diamond is like just like a concession for her, which for me, which which like from her, which is cool, means I get to be first again, which
0: is (laughs) for the first time.
1: Yeah. Um. So yeah, we've kind of rambled on here about this for a while, uh, but we're not done in the Sino region yet. Oh no! Not even not even
0: not even close. So So... moving from modern day Sino, we're going back in time.
1: Where's the time machine? Hit the button.
0: But like, this is real, real bizarre. And not something I anticipated. And I'm going to say, I'm going to go out on a limb and say this. Something that no one anticipated happening.
1: So the cool thing here is people have been asking for this for a while. Like they've been asking for a game like this. But but I don't think
0: anyone actually anticipated it happening.
1: No one ever saw it coming to like, especially this soon, like maybe five years down the row when Pokemon has exhausted all the resources, then they do this. No, they're gonna get started now. So what we're talking about here is Pokemon Legends Arceus, which Confir- okay, oh, confirmed can we, Arceus.
0: Can we talk about that for a second? <laughs> I it's have confirmed K sound. I have literally Never called it Arceus until now.
1: Confirmed case sound by Pokemon. It, it, Arceus. Yeah,
0: it has to be Arceus, which I am concerned about because that's not how I've ever said it. And it's weird and I don't like change. <laughs>
1: <laughs> to be fair, we mispronounce Pokemon names all the time, so it doesn't even matter. Oh, but yeah. it's nice to know that, that one of the hardest names to pronounce in the game that everyone always fights over is Arceus. Uh, so, Pokemon Legends here is a, defined as a single-player RPG, adventure RPG.
0: Which is very different compared to main series titles for a multitude of reasons. Um, uh, the big one being, this is an action RPG. Uh, the yeah, emphasis is, there on the word
1: action. You which, are doing stuff. You are actively doing stuff. You're not like a cog in a machine just walking down and doing something you are actively hunting and catching and my progressing.
0: favorite uh my favorite showcase of that is there's this scene where dawn is like running right and then mm-hmm. she like rolls into the bush in front of her into the grass in front of her like all ninja style that is yeah. literally nothing you have ever seen in a pokemon game before you don't move agile like you ride a bike or you run you don't roll yeah. you don't hide in the grass to catch Pokemon you know those those aren't things that happen exactly so, so um... this is dude this is so so cool like actually sitting here watching this again there's just so many things I did not catch the first time again I was driving when I was watching this don't do that <laughs> <laughs> But,
1: um,
0: you know, so something that's really interesting to me is this is in old Sinnoh is what they've like. Uh, canonically speaking, this is the olden time we are going through and completing the first Pokédex.
1: Yeah, this has uh, been defined as like feudal Sinnoh. Mm-hmm. Since, Sinnoh since most Pokémon regions are based off of Japan, this is like feudal age and whatnot. You can see it in the architecture. You can see it in the clothes and things like that. Um, which even when you go down to the Pokeball, the like one of the early Pokeballs, it yeah, they talk about has it that kind of look. It says the
0: Pokeballs of old were apparently built a little differently from the ones we know so well. They were made mostly of wood and steam puffed from their tops when Pokemon were caught. Like, dude, that's so cool. It's so different compared to what it is now.
1: Fun fact, this is what I always thought Balls were like. Dude, they made them in Gen 2. It's something like some weird mechanical contraption with like metal clasps and gears and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, this so, is so that's, that's this really is cool so, thing, so interesting. I just like uh another thing like when people like watching this, there's still like turn-based combat is what it looks like having this. Yes. Uh, it's
1: confirmed that it's turn-based com- okay, co- cool. uh, combat. Okay, cool. Six but, Pokemon, things like that.
0: But what's really interesting about this is like, I'm assuming the story is, okay, go and record every Pokemon in this region, including, yeah. but not limited to, the god itself, Arceus.
1: Yeah, try. it's it's like the, the whole premise of the story is trying to find out the story behind Arceus, I'm assuming, mm-hmm. via catching all the Pokemon and exploring the region and things like that and obviously wow. as
0: you explore you you get to see new pokemon and like what's really interesting about this is like um in in like the opening cinematic here you know it has this journal that they open up and then like cuts to drawings of like this scene and there's like piplup on the beach next to like uh celio and sfeel like if i remember correctly i believe neither of those were in like i don't believe the sfeel line was in diamond and pearl
1: uh I don't know.
0: I actually I have Cerebi open. Let me look.
1: Sweet. Uh while you do that, I'm gonna talk about the starter Pokemon picks. Yeah,
0: um, that's another
1: one. So this is cool because uh your professor that arrives picked these up from the other region at regions as they came as they're going around and exploring the world of Pokemon. Which is super cool.
0: Oh, huh, evidently you can get them. You can get spiel in Pearl, which I did not know. Well, now you know. Seeing how I played Diamond, I had literally no idea that was possible.
1: Okay, continue. Uh, so your Pokemon starters, I, when I saw them, I was hoping it's like pulls from the random pool of starters, like grabs a random grass, grabs a random fire, grabs a random water. Yeah. Which would make the speed run really cool. It's like, because I, well,
0: starter sucks, reset.
1: Yeah, or something like that. Like, you want specific starters to pop up, and then you can just do something like that. Well, now that like there's a set set of starters, it's Rowlet, Cyndaquil, and Oshawott. Um,
0: I made a joke on Discord today. Someone was talking about... uh, So on Twitter right now, Unova is now trending, because I guess (laughs) the Gen 5ers are now calling for their remakes, which I'm honestly not surprised by. But uh, someone was like, hey, you know... Please don't, because those are the worst starters. I'm like, mm, actually, I'm pretty sure they just picked the worst starters for Arceus.
1: <laughs> so, I don't like, know about that. Syndical, Syndical is one of the higher ranked fire starters. It is a lot literally of
0: people. a reskin Charmander.
1: People still like it.
0: It's true. And like, of these three... I'm probably gonna pick Rowlet, to be hundred percent honest. This is probably gonna be one of the few times I don't pick the Firestarter.
1: Uh, I'm actually probably picking the Firestarter because I don't like Rowlet and I don't like Oshawat.
0: To be fair, Oshawat is absolutely adorable. I don't I will never discredit that. I think Oshawat as a Pokemon is perfect. Samurott, though is absolutely horrid and I can't I it shouldn't <laughs> exist.
1: Yeah, no, I want Typhlosion, that's the reason why. I want, I want the big the big badass uh fire (laughs) echidna
0: so yeah it's really interesting that it's like all right well here's these three pokemon from three different regions you get to pick one of these to start which honestly is super cool and what's what's really cool about this is like we get to see piplups in the wild
1: like we get to see these
0: pokemon that are
1: piplup chimchar and turtwig all in the wild which was really cool which you just don't see you don't see your
0: starter pokemon in the wild So it makes me question if, like, for Gen 1, you can only get one of those in a game. It makes you curious, what happens over time to make it where you can't get these anymore?
1: Well, I I actually explained that because uh, starters are predominantly male. Mm -hmm. The male to female ratio is lower. So eventually you run out of females. So your population dwindles. Yeah, that makes sense. That's that's exactly how that works. That's just how endangered species work. Yeah, when this, there's this, more this males how, to females. That's it, how science
0: it, says it happens.
1: Yeah, exactly. And that, that's why they're designed that way. And that, so they're considered rare. But back then, the numbers were probably higher on both genders. So it didn't really matter too much. But as time moved on and people caught these Pokemon and didn't breed them and things like that, it dwindled them down to where these starters are more rare.
0: So, man, just I'm cool. sitting here continuously watching this one too because I think this
1: this trailer is so cool. You know, there's for those that didn't get to watch it, the art style is very Breath of the Wild, which is really very, cool. It's very
0: like, Breath of the Wild
1: like. We can uh when we get when I, later when I start talking about the game design and theory and all this, uh having one look like legend of like Link's Awakening, the the remaster of that, where it's top down chibi, super cute. And then here's Breath of the Wild style where it's open world completely completely available to you everything's ready to go have at it kind of gameplay is actually gonna be really cool um so yeah this like like we said the story is trying to find arceus and things like that um which honestly
0: the the way they introduced arceus in this trailer was i feel like it was just kind of forced um And I'm hoping that's not how it feels in gameplay, because, like, you know, they're they're leading up to this region. They're identifying stuff. Here's your starter Pokemon for this game. And then they cut from that and then, like, fade to black. Arceus is here, too. And that's when you get the, the title screen and everything. I'm like, that doesn't feel like it's synonymous with everything else. Like, it doesn't feel cohesive with everything else that's going on with this trailer.
1: Mm -hmm. Am am I the only one who gets that vibe, or... I think it was just, like, the way the trailer was designed. It's like, this... You don't name your game after a Pokemon and not, like, have it be the center of attention and just force it on people like that. For sure, and I'm glad that they
0: didn't go, okay, here's your first interaction with Arceus. You know, they, they didn't just say, all right, well, here's what you're doing, and bam, in your face about it. I... I think that would have been overdone of just immediately showing you the end goal, the, the end result of everything you're working up to, because it's, it wouldn't be special the first time you see it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But I don't know, just the way the rest of it feels of, OK, here's gameplay. Here's how this looks. Oh, also, by the way, Arceus. Yeah. I don't know. It, it just it's like the one thing from this trailer that kind of sticks with me. That is weird. Everything else feels super cohesive, super clean, and it looks
1: fantastic. I cannot stress you need how except good. Except that chingling that is moving at two frames.
0: Look, man. Okay, <laughs> this game looks <laughs> fantastic, except for one
1: thing. <laughs> uh, I definitely, I definitely think this was early beta. I believe it will, but like all these graphics and everything will be cleaned up a lot. Oh yeah, by you the can you can tell like
0: this first this first scene where they they're like. Zooming in over the mountain and like the rendering on the rocks looks kind of rough and like the path looks just kind of slapped on. You can tell it even says game footage is not final. Like, obviously, this is not the end result. But like
1: a a lot of lighting issues and things like that. But they just just wanted to show us something. I think like
0: when you get to this scene where they first have like Bidoof in the field of flowers, Mm -hmm. dude, that looks so so clean like when you're focusing on like the pokemon and the flowers themselves and like the tree looks good the rocks again kind of look a little disrendered i I don't know if that's the right word but like they don't look properly rendered i guess is the proper terminology but
1: it's a lot of just like lights and shadowing and things like that the textures aren't perfectly where they want them at yet which is fine
0: but again they did announce that this is going to be early 2021 so that's probably going to be Oh yeah, I'm sorry. 2022. So this is probably going to be like the Pokemon Day release for next year. I would be very surprised um, if that's not the case.
1: I'd be, I'm like expecting it like April. Yeah, April, sure, next sure.
0: Year. That that would that would also work with the timeline of when they release stuff November and April.
1: So I would. Be oh expecting man, you this, like, you
0: aren't kidding. That shingling is like
1: dragon. Is <laughs> so uh... I hadn't actually
0: noticed until you said something. <laughs>
1: Um, which having two games come out so close together, like that are supposed to be mainline are defined as mainline by the community, it's just like very interesting, which kind of segues into what I want to talk about today. Like the rest of this is like, why, why these two, why are we getting these? What's going on with Pokemon? This isn't what we wanted. This isn't what we expected. Blah, blah, blah. I'm going to knock down all the haters right now. Uh these aren't meant to be mainline series games. No. No, they're clean clean and simple. They're not meant to be. Uh they're meant to fill in voids for people that wanted something like wanted certain things, people wanted Gen 4 remakes. Well, Pokemon didn't want to go backwards, like we said mentioned earlier with Sword and Shield. Anything beyond Sword and Shield should be a new generation for VGC and things like that. If you go backwards to Gen 4 and don't bring all the stuff that you introduced in Sword and Shield. You're actually hurting your your BGC base. You're you're killing your game that way.
0: Which so I also understand that your competitive players are never the ones that you need to always cater for. They're the minority of players when it comes to your games. You're always yeah. gonna you're always wanting to please more casuals than you would pleasing uh, like if you please every casual compared to every competitive player. You're You'd lose money. You're You'd losing out way, way more money. You wouldn't
1: be a business that lasted 25 years.
0: Um, exactly. Being able to have these games that are very casually appealing while also having a competitive dynamic is what makes Pokemon thrive. So moving moving into this model of, okay, well, here's this game, you know, something like specifically the Arceus game. It's like, okay, this is a open world Pokemon game that people have been wanting for a while. We're going to base it on a region that people really like with Sinnoh. And we're going to make it where it is new and exciting and completely different than anything you've seen before while still being able to tie in to the region that people know and love and want to continue to play and explore.
1: Agreed. Um, So the fact that we're getting both of these so close together means that 2022 November, when it comes time for Pokemon Day again next year, They can announce Gen 9. They can give us something else to look forward to for VGC and things like that. Those VGC players that are worried that this is like what Pokemon is doing is just like completely forgetting about us and moving up past us. It's not really true. They gave us probably one of the best VGC main main titles ever in Sword and Shield, where it's all about battling. It's all about competitive and things like that. So it's nice to see that Pokemon's going back to the casual for this year giving us the Diamond and Pearl remix that every casual player has wanted for a long time, the open-world RPG that every casual player has wanted for a long time. Um, and, like, even, so, even myself,
0: man, like, I'm going to play both of these, and I'm going to play both of these into the dirt. Oh That yeah, doesn't mean sure. I'm not going to continue to play Sword and Shield because I want to be able to have my competitive outlook. Like, that is that is what you and I do here. From exactly. a casual standpoint, though, I think these both of these games are home runs.
1: Oh, 100%. These, these, these appeal to, well, the remakes appeal to every casual player in the game. Arceus, Pokemon Legends Arceus, probably isn't, like, the best game for newer Pokemon fans. Oh, uh, see, I, I the, think the opposite. I the, think, if anything. The way the anything... game is designed, th- there is much more to come across, like, gameplay-wise, for this game, for younger audiences, than it is for Diamond and Pearl remakes. If this is anything where it's an open world, there's no direction, there's no push to go out and like follow a straight set of lines, and that's why Pokemon's designed that way. Mm-hmm. It's for younger audiences. This is designed for the older Pokemon audience.
0: Oh, for sure. For sure. This like
1: is, I, I this don't is think not your new fan. This is your older fan that likes to play the games a lot and wants something different. I think
0: I think what Arceus is specifically going to do. I think it's going to cater to those people who have not played a Pokemon game in two generations, three generations that see this and go, oh, this looks awesome. I've played Breath of the Wild. I've played, you know, these other really high intense games for the switch. I want to play this. This, I want this to be my return to Pokemon as opposed to. Hey, this is my first Pokemon game. Yeah, I I yeah. think from from a uh like from that aspect, this is the game to bring more people back, and Diamond and Pearl is the game to bring more people in.
1: Yeah. And then um, you get
0: people like us who are gonna buy both.
1: Yeah. People like <laughs> people hardcore players like us are gonna who are gonna have pretty much every Pokemon game to begin with. Right, then we're gonna buy it no matter what. We were gonna buy it if it was let's go whatever Sinnoh game they wanted to make. We were Mm going to buy it anyway. Like we I came in with zero expectations and I'm actually like happy with where these are at. Um, Like I know Arceus looks rough right now and it'll get better as time comes. And the diamond, everyone's upset about the chibi style diamond and pearl. They wanted sword and shield. I'm like, if you're going to get the sword and shield ones, you're going to have to deal with the fact that you're not going to get all your Pokemon again. Mm hmm. Because that's a lot of data to put on those itty-bitty carts.
0: Which, in return, makes it where that's so much more extra data you have to have in every game that your your graphical detail is going to be lower. So, yeah. do, do you want high-end quality game, like, graphics, or do you want literally everything the series has ever had in it ever? Because yeah. the reality is... On, on the current hardware that Nintendo has, you can't have both. Yeah. It's just not actually feasible.
1: Uh, not at least until we get a, a Pro Switch or whatever they are calling it here end of the year, probably. I would not be surprised if we get our Switch Pro announcement in the middle of the year, and then there is a special Switch Pro bundle with Diamond and Pearl. Yep, sure. Would not be Bring surprised it. at all.
0: Ship it all. I'll buy it all.
1: Yep, yeah, same. Give I, me. I, I'd, buy, I, I'd swap over in a heartbeat.
0: Give me my my Chimchar or my my Piplup uh, switch, and I'll, I'll those will sell like hotcakes.
1: Oh, it's not even those. Slap Dialga on the back of it. Yeah,
0: slap, uh, slap Dialga, Palkia slap Palkia, it. and then just like Go. Here's here's an ingrained of all three starters on the other side. Cool, ship it. Yeah. that's yep. four hundred dollars.
1: joy cons are like blue and the pearl color, and the back's got starters on it. Sounds like a plan. Um, so, yeah, uh, these for those freaking out about, oh, this is where VGC mainline games. No, no, this is not what we're getting. These are not our main. These are not our new main series games. These are remake and spin-off series to help supplement main site mainline games for their foreseeable future. Because having games like Pokemon Legends means that they can release a Pokemon Legends and keep the Pokemon people happy keep the casual fan happy while they develop the next mainline game. Yep. Gives them an extra, extra like, seven or eight months of development. Because I feel like this, if it's anything like Breath of the Wild, this game is going to probably have 40, 50, 60 hours easy of just trying to get all the Pokemon normally. Yep, because,
0: you know, it's going to require, you know, you have to have... X number of Pokemon caught in your Pokedex and that triggers the end battle with Arceus and blah, 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 blah. But then there's also going to be us completionists where, okay, I need literally everything. I need Piplup. If there's Shiny Piplup, I need it. If there's Prinplup, I need it, you know, etc, etc.
1: Oh, God, could you imagine Shiny hunting in this game? Oh,
0: it's going to look so good. If uh, if they like don't bring if Shinies they the in.
1: overworld models, like, just overworld model them and be Shiny. Oh, my goodness. If
0: they don't have shinies in this game it would be a huge blunder in my opinion
1: oh yeah for sure
0: i want to Uh, shiny hunt arceus is that too much to ask
1: i think that one's probably a little (laughs) bit of a tall ask, but um but uh definitely go for that shiny badoof
0: oh yeah give me the shiny badoof
1: um so yeah don't don't fret we'll get our we'll get our new VGC game eventually um but it's going to be it it's going to be a
0: new generation. I don't I don't think we're getting the I don't I think the the gate the days of Oras shifting over the meta are probably long gone. Yeah, um, that was
1: like a one-time thing because it was like there was actually new stuff in Oras. Yeah, after, we, we got like,
0: all our new megastones and stuff like that whereas in like Ultra Sun Ultra Moon, I think we added like Three, there was two, five Pokemon total, I think.
1: Uh, I know there was two Ultra Beasts and then the two Necrozma forms.
0: Uh, and then, well, Necrozma was new, right? Or was it? Necrozma
1: was in Sun and Moon, but you didn't have the Duskmane and Dawn Wings. Okay,
0: so it was not a new Pokemon, but two new forms. And then you yep. had uh, Poiple and Naganadel as well, which were new. So so that's four, four new Beasts pokemon and, and two new forms. But also you added in an extra like a non-zero amount of z moves and stuff like that, but it wasn't enough the to stray. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't enough to stray away from what the original
1: game was. Yeah. Um so yeah, definitely so the only thing i think this leads to is um if they wanted to, we might still get the patch or a DLC, a third DLC for Sword and Shield. So we could do the home connectivity thing where if you take Pokemon from your Diamond and Pearl remix, you can send them over to uh, Sword and Shield later on if you wanted to and things like that. But um, especially since this is probably going to be our VGC game for the next year and a half, at least, mm-hmm. most likely. So looking at that that way, is just like... I'm expecting new DLC or a patch or something to where sword and shield gets the rest of the Pokedex in either free patch or paid patch or something, paid DLC or something like that. Not even really a new area. Just like here's the rest. I, I anticipate them. Like that was, that was something I
0: feel like was missing from this was them doing some kind of update for sword and shield. Other than here's giant Pikachu raids. Like, that didn't really add anything to Sword and Shield.
1: Uh, they they might be done with development of Sword and Shield, and we might just be where we're at until 2022 when we get Gen 9 or whatever, or another main series game or something like that.
0: And you know, that's that's kind of fine in my opinion. Um, the, the other thing that I was kind of hoping we would get was some kind of information about like what Series 9 is, other than... Here you go. We're going back to series seven. Thanks. Bye.
1: Um, I think if I remember correctly, I read that the Pokemon presents was supposed to be longer than 20 minutes and they ended up cutting it to 20 minutes. Gotcha. Okay. So I think it was supposed to be longer here late. This, uh, the, when they first announced it, it was, I remember reading it was something about being 30 minutes, 40 minutes or something like that. And then when they re announced it this morning, it was cut down to 20.
0: Hmm. So
1: it also I don't know if you're you, you, you probably weren't affected too much while you were driving because you weren't really paying attention. When we were watching it, I was watching it with the discord and had Tim and a bunch of others with us. It abruptly ended like halfway through uh, the Arceus thing. It just died. Oh, see, mine did
0: not. Um, so we mine, were suffering
1: from lag. We were suffering from
0: mine had buffering issues. I figured it was because I was driving and had it, you know, hit a dead zone and had to reload. But
1: no, no, there was uh, three hundred and fifty thousand plus people watching on that one channel, so YouTube was overloaded, so the buffering was slowing everything down. Uh, but so when the premiere ended, it cut everyone off who was was still watching. Because hmm. we were all about spot, we were all about three minutes behind the end, and the premiere and the premiere on YouTube ended, so it kicked us all off.
0: <laughs> Weird. See, <laughs> so we okay. had to go
1: back and watch the end.
0: Yeah, I I watched it with uh the premiere, so that would explain why I didn't get dropped off because I actually watched it when it was.
1: With all the buffering we had, we got put behind. Yep. So when the when the, when premieres are timed on YouTube, so when the premiere when the time limit of the video ends, it kicks everyone off, and restarts the the live play is over, for the most part. This is a better way to put it. So, Gavin, like going in and seeing that they just right there at the end of Arceus, bam, 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 end. I'm just like, this seemed a little rushed. Mm-hmm. Like it seemed like you cut and paste the end onto the video after Arceus and did want, didn't want did have anything else announced because we got. No Pokemon Unite.
0: Yeah, literal None. literal nothing from Unite. Which I'm uh, kind of not surprised by seeing how they made a individual trailer for it and they couldn't have it with anything else. But I I think it would have been good to be like, hey, by the way, if you're in Canada, here's the the open beta that you can participate in.
1: Um the reason we I was expecting it because this is a Pokemon Presents and not a Mm-hmm. nintendo direct this is anything game freak is affiliated with here and pokemon mm-hmm. they can present that here which pokemon unite fits that category yep so not getting any pokemon unite information was very odd to me and not hearing anything like crazy about sword and shield i think they mentioned gmac the Max pikachu raid event for like 10 seconds yep
0: that, that was literally it um they talked about go saying okay here's your here's your uh kanto legends Have fun with those, but I mean, those have been up for a week,
1: those have been, yeah, those have been up for a week and a half now. And then
0: you had, um, the Masters Masters EX, which is like,
1: all right, here's Leon, have fun. Like, well, that came out earlier in the week, too.
0: Yeah, so (laughs) there wasn't, and like the the Pikachu raids, those that already started, too. So there wasn't anything for their existing games that they're like, all right, here's something that happens today. Or
1: here's something that happens tomorrow and the next weekend and things like that. And just like, this is this was a very lackluster, like 25 announcements. We got no TCG information, period.
0: What do you mean? They showed like three people playing it multiple times over the course of the intro.
1: Like that's good enough, Carl. Did. That's not. They, good they also
0: no. said anime like eight times, <laughs> which I think is like, half the number you, of times you, they said cable.
1: When you describe your Pokemon presents as, oh, we're going to talk about this and this and this and this, and it's going to be like 30 to 40 minutes long. And then you cut out the tail end of it. Mm -hmm. It feels like and just here's here's Arceus. Here's Diamond and Pearl Remakes. Here's Snap. Okay, bye. This seems it just seems like they they dropped the ball there and they have had to cut something out. They're hiding something from us, Carter. Pokemon Conspiracy 2021. They're hiding. They're hiding stuff from us.
0: Oh, I could have told you that for free, Carl. <laughs> I, I didn't realize it was uh like something we had to actually debate and figure out. I, I figured that was just implied. Oh No, no, point. no,
1: no. This is this isn't a debate about it. This is to bring awareness to it. Pokemon conspiracy 2021.
0: I am interested for the future. To, to put it very simply, yeah. um. I think both of these games are going to bring new players and bring old players back. Yeah, which is
1: what which is what these usually these off years do.
0: And honestly, that is good enough for me. That is good enough for me to say that was successful. It felt weird not to include everything that's currently going on. I, I will admit that it did feel weird.
1: It felt very like the, like I said the end felt very abrupt. Like like they cut they had to cut something out and they just slapped the ending on the end of the video. But you know because usually usually they have pretty good transitions but it just slap copy paste here you go.
0: But yeah, that's uh. That's
1: that's the whole Pokemon Day announcement. That's
0: not true. Tomorrow we get a Post Malone concert.
1: That's not part of the announcement
0: though. But Carl. Post Malone.
1: Oh no, it's because of the the Hootie of the Blowfish cover.
0: For the record, I absolutely love that song. And so now that there's a remastering of it, you know, with post Malone, I'm like, alright, cool. I can yeah, I can get great. down. The
1: song's actually great.
0: Yeah. It it actually is pretty decent too. It's a it's a good cover. But have we are, have we are, we are seen what, watching? Have we seen what Katy Perry's doing yet?
1: No, probably some feature at the concert. I don't know.
0: Okay, cool
1: uh i might be able to watch it depends on what i'm doing i I might have it on the background i literally
0: have no idea what time it starts
1: uh it starts 6 p.m our time
0: i should be home should be i will probably be getting stuff ready to go to bed i will probably be in the middle of eating dinner so i can go to bed
1: well then you can just put it on your phone and just watch it on your phone yeah but that's probably the plan um, Me yeah, and
0: my twenty thousand closest friends, or of many people watch it,
1: it'll be more than twenty.
0: Yeah, probably.
1: If it's anything like the YouTube, it'll probably be about four hundred or five hundred thousand people watching. So yeah, um, I think that is everything
0: I have to say.
1: Yep yeah, we we covered pretty much everything uh, TLDR for this episode. Diamond and Pearl remakes look great. Pokemon Arceus looks great. Can't wait for Pokemon Snap. Don't freak out that they're not main series games.
0: They're not, and that's okay. Let, and that's okay. let people enjoy their stuff.
1: Say so let, let the casual players enjoy some time with uh, Pokemon for a while. As We've kind of had the spotlight for two years now. As a
0: casu- as a competitive casual player, I am very excited for the future. Yeah. Okay. That's going
1: to do it. it. Get us out of here.
0: That's going to do it, everyone. Um, if you're new, go ahead and hit the subscribe button. It costs you literally nothing, and it gives you notifications when new stuff goes live if you hit that bell that comes up, too. Uh, make sure you pound that like button if there's anything in this video that you liked. And I want you all to comment down below, of the six starters that we're getting, what are you picking? I i am probably going to go with uh, Piplup, because it is absolutely adorable. And I'm probably gonna go with Rowlett. Uh
1: Turtwig, Cyndaquil.
0: And see, that's so hard for me to say because like I absolutely love Infernape. But Empoleon yeah, is so you cool. Pick- Empoleon's design is so cool and it's it's like design is cool, it's typing is absolutely amazing, and like the the problem is, is there's literally a hundred different water types available in, in gen four. And there's like, if they are actual faithful remasters, there's like four fire types. <laughs> so I need, <laughs> I need to see how actually faithful remasters they are. And if they are instead uh, faithful remasters of platinum or, or what? Cause if it's platinum um. and I can get mag mortar, I'm okay with that.
1: <laughs> uh they they definitely said faithful remix of diamond and pearl. I would not expect anything from platinum to be in the game.
0: But I also think there was a there's an ambi in the trailer. Ah. I don't know. Well as of now, I'm gonna go with Piplup. But if it comes later where I can't get good fire types, then obviously I'm gonna take the best monkey.
1: Uh Turtwig, because I love Turtwig. Turtwig's my boy. Little ground turtle. Um, and then Cyndaquil, because Cyndaquil is Cyndaquil. It's the fire. It's the good starter of the three. Meh. I think I'd rather have Cyndaquil than Rowlet.
0: Decidueye is way cooler than, than Typhlosion. And I love, typh- I love typhlosion Trogdor. Typhlosion
1: burns up your, your Decidueye. I That's
0: love Trogdor. Fair. It is very cool, but is that- it is not nearly as cool as Decidueye.
1: Yeah. Alright, so
0: getting back to our wrap up here instead of segueing yeah. again uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you're not listening on YouTube make sure you uh, you go down into the show notes and click that link to send you over to the YouTube channel and then do everything we just set up above. Um, to everyone make sure you go and follow us on Twitter at LR lessons myself at Mr. Missouri 25 and Carl at musical underscore uh, 33. you can also follow Carl and I both on Twitch at mr missouri 25 and at musical um make sure you come and join the discord our community discord is absolutely amazing and i believe we are very quickly approaching 300 300 That's members that is
1: correct very fastly approaching 300 members very fastly approaching 200 subscribers on youtube
0: which i would love to hit that in the next week so we can say in the first year we have mm-hmm. 200 yeah. So if you're so not like there, our first,
1: our first year and our, yeah, that's our next episode is our first year anniversary.
0: So make sure you go and uh, pound that subscribe button. If you haven't already, yeah. it really, really would be a great milestone to hit uh, for our two year or our one year anniversary. Um, yeah. Twitch, Twitter, YouTube. Um, if you're so inclined, uh, we have anchor, listener support what is this thing called carl this is your this this is is your thing this is
1: uh it's anchor's listener support uh so what it is is you can donate anywhere from a dollar to ten dollars to a month to just help us get things rolling for other things we got going on we want to do merch and the website and things like that uh so for as little as 25 cents a week uh you can help support us and do what we do and all that stuff
0: so yeah if you're interested in that that would be oh so fantastic and we would love 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 for your support so um i think that is gonna do it for this week everyone sounds about it make sure you go and do everything we said here at the end of the video uh have a good one peace